Welcome to Rewild, a podcast about simple business and slow living. I'm your host, Nisha Woolery. In nature, to rewild means to restore an area of land to its natural, simple, uncultivated state. I like to apply the same principle to business owners. I help online service providers rewild their life and business by simplifying so they can work less, earn more, and live more. We say goodbye to hustle culture, overwhelm, and the never-ending pursuit of growth and say hello to a simpler, more fulfilling life and business. A business that gives you financial abundance and also time for slow mornings, travel adventures, reading, healing, making, and living. I built a six-figure online business while working just three to four days a week and traveling the world. I put my life before my business, but that didn't mean I had to live like a starving artist. You don't have to choose between making good money and living a simple, peaceful life. You can have both. And with this podcast, I hope to show you how. This episode is sponsored by my premium course, Organize and Automate. Working for yourself can be stressful. Your clients are late providing you with the assets you need to start their project. Your projects finish, but your clients are still emailing you with millions of questions. And getting them to pay you on time is like tearing yourself away from a four-hour binge session of This Is Us. Not going to happen. That show is awesome. If that sounds like you, don't worry. I've got you. Head to organizeandautomate.com slash podcast and join today to organize your entire freelance business in just two weeks on the side of your regular routine. So you can finally put an end to these client issues and stop stressing out. Hi everyone and welcome back. I hope that you've had another amazing week. I am going to start another episode with something that I posted on Instagram. And that was this one sentence, business can be simple, but it isn't meant to be easy. If it was easy, everyone would do it. That is something that I have posted a couple of times on my Instagram story over the past 12 months, because it's something that I genuinely believe. And a lot of you guys believe it and agree with me as well. So it's something that I wanted to bring to the podcast so that we can talk about it some more. Sometimes I worry that people think when I talk about working less or simply like simple living, simple business, that they think that I mean that business should be easy. And it's not. Things that are worth having are rarely easy all the time. You can simplify your business You can have a simple business that puts less stress on you and less overwhelm and doesn't eat up all of your time, but it will never always be easy. And it shouldn't be because business is like an exercise in personal growth. It will constantly push you to grow as a person if you let it. It will push you to be more decisive more resilient, smart, balanced, creative, 
I guarantee you, if there's something that you struggle with, whether it's a creative block or making decisions, your business is going to push you to grow in that area. Your business will push you to take risks and invest in yourself and your business, even though it's uncomfortable. It will push you to become comfortable with being uncomfortable, like we spoke about in the previous podcast episode, which I'll link to below in the show notes. That episode is all about getting comfortable with discomfort. Your business is also going to honestly show you that some people won't like you or your work. And I know that this one is a a tough pill to swallow, but we are not for everyone. And I, I heard somebody say, and I can't remember who it was, so forgive me for that, but I heard somebody say once that getting upset that not everybody likes you is actually quite a narcissistic attitude to have. Not saying that if you feel that way, you are a narcissist. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. But when we expect that everybody should like us and we feel deeply disturbed and upset when somebody doesn't, whether that is a client that we work with or a hater on Instagram, a troll, whatever it may be, that's like us saying, everybody should like me. And that's just not the case because you don't like everyone. You don't like every business owner out there. You don't like every content creator out there. And not everyone needs to like you. And even though we may grasp that concept, it still stings, right? It still stings when somebody doesn't like us or doesn't like our service or our work or our content or um, whatever else we may create. And that's something that we have to get used to, something hard that we have to get used to when running a business. I heard somebody on a different podcast say that you have to be willing to take all of the crap and to have all of those things. You have to be willing for people to not like you. You have to be willing to get haters on social media. You have to be willing to have refund requests and have people who disagree with your opinion and have people who don't like your work. You have to be willing to have all of that if you want a successful business, whatever successful is for you. And I really actually agree with that statement. You have to be willing for things like this to feel hard, but be there and exist in your world and your business anyway. Another way that business can be hard is you have to learn that your failures are your responsibility and your success is your responsibility and nobody else's. So I'm going to say it one more time. Your failures are your responsibility and your success is also your responsibility. When we fail, maybe there are some of us who are inclined to blame it on somebody else. Blame it on the virtual assistant or blame it on the framework that we followed in somebody's program or course. And blame, blame, blame all of these external things that are outside of ourselves. I think that if we have that pattern in our personal lives, it does tend to cross over into our business lives. But the problem with that is that ultimately, responsibility is on you. 
even if a virtual assistant makes a mistake in your business, if you really look at it, it's usually on you because there was a communication issue between you and the VA or a training issue between you and your VA. And if you follow someone's program or course framework and you feel like it's not working for you, well, if the framework has plenty of testimonials that show that it worked for other people, it's not the framework that's not working. It is the way that you have implemented that framework that isn't working for you. Your success is your responsibility and your failures are your responsibility. And the sooner that we learn to take responsibility for ourselves in our businesses, the better we grow, not just in business, but as human beings. Another way that business will be hard is you'll get refund requests or the occasional unhappy clients. That is just a fact. It's just a part of being in business. There is no business on this planet who has never had an unhappy client. So try not to take it too personally. If you get one unhappy client here and there, as long as it is not a pattern, that that would show you, you know, there's something that you're doing wrong. As long as it's not a pattern in your business, then just remind yourself that this is normal and it happens to everyone. I'm sure there are people who have ordered from Starbucks and their order has been cold and the customer hasn't liked that and has complained. Does that mean that Starbucks is a terrible company? For that? No, it doesn't mean that they are terrible because one person got one cold coffee. Okay. And it doesn't mean that they're going to go out of business because one person got a cold coffee and complained about it. Do Apple get people who buy iPhones and then take them back for refunds? I'm sure they do. I'm sure that it happens hundreds of times a day. But do they also have way more people who love their product than those who hate it? Yes. So unhappy customers and clients are just a part of business and it's not something that you need to take super personally. It is hard to deal with, but that doesn't mean that it should be easy. Just because it feels hard to deal with doesn't mean that it shouldn't be a part of your business at all. It's hard to make rational decisions over emotional decisions. Especially, I, I personally think if you're a, a woman in business, maybe some people would disagree. I just am talking from personal experience here. I do feel like when I look at the way that I run a business compared to how my boyfriend runs his business, I do see him making a lot more rational decisions than I do, even though I strive to always try and make rational decisions and not just emotional ones. And making emotional decisions can benefit us I do think that like women-owned businesses do have an advantage when it comes to emotion. But overall, making too many emotional decisions over rational ones can kill a business. And it's good to have that balance. And it's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to have that balance. But again, we can do hard things, as I think it was Glennon Doyle, maybe, who said. We can do hard things. And the last thing I want to say here is 
you know, there are so many other things I could say about um, business being hard, so many other ways it can be hard. But one more way I will mention is that sometimes you will feel like an imposter and you're going to feel that way sometimes regardless of what stage in your business journey you're at, whether you're in year one or year 10. I'm going into my 10th year in business and I can say to you that even though I don't feel like an imposter often or as often as I did in my first couple of years, it definitely comes up sometimes for me and it will continue to with every level in business that I reach or every year in business that I go through. There will always be something that will make me and make you and all other business owners question am I, am I a good fit for this? Like, should I be here? Do I deserve this? Should I be talking about this? You know, am I fit to charge these prices? Am I deserving of raising my prices? These questions will come up time and time again. Every single time your business grows or you try something new in business. And those, those questions and those thoughts, those imposter you know, fraudy thoughts are hard thoughts to come up against, but it doesn't mean that you can't push through them. Just wanted to briefly interrupt this episode to let you know about my free masterclass, How to Book Clients Consistently and Scale to Recurring 5k Months. You are smart, capable, and resilient enough to reach consistent 5k months in your online service-based business. But selling yourself and putting yourself out there can feel overwhelming, I know. If you're being honest, it downright sucks. You're struggling to make a consistent income that doesn't just cover your bills, but empowers you to live the lifestyle you long for. Everywhere you turn, the marketing gurus are telling you to do hashtag all the things like join LinkedIn, start a Facebook group, try Facebook ads. It feels like too much for one person to juggle on top of client work. You know the simplest way to grow your income is to increase your prices, but it just feels way too scary. You've watched all the marketing webinars and you've listened to all of the marketing podcasts, but you're ready for real answers. You're tired of wasting time and energy on content that gives you zero results. Your efforts so far haven't put you on the path to consistent clients or 5k months one bit. Maybe they've given you some great ideas or things you know you should do, but you still somehow backslide into old habits or overwhelm. So I'm here to help. I have a free masterclass that will show you how to book clients consistently and be on your way to recurring 5k months without overwhelm or a million marketing strategies. You're going to learn my eight-step blueprint for generating consistent 5k months from your online service business, the top three reasons why you're not booking clients consistently and how to change that, and my 5k months business plan so you can see the math behind the income shift. To register for free, head to nishawillery.com slash get clients or click the link in the show notes. So those are some ways that I do think that business can be difficult. And again, it's not meant to be easy. 
all of those things do help you grow, not just as a business owner, but as a person in general. Now, I did mention earlier in the episode that even though business isn't meant to be easy, it can be simple. And I do want to cover a few ways that you can simplify your business because here is what can happen. So business, when we look at it, it has all these hard, hard elements to it, like the elements that we have just discussed. And if you complicate your business on top of that, so you have complicated marketing frameworks and your business is a hot mess, there are no like systems and processes, step-by-step processes that you have, and it's all just overcomplicated, add that to, you know, all the hard things that we have just discussed. And it's no wonder that so many business owners feel burned out or don't feel like they are passionate about their business anymore or don't feel motivated to work on their business. And so, yes, even though there are things in business that are hard that we can't necessarily avoid, there are ways that we can simplify our business so that it does not feel so hard that we are avoiding our business and that we no longer enjoy our business. So ways that you could simplify your business, a few of them would be to simplify your tools and processes because a business that is organized equals an organized, less stressed mind. And when your mind isn't stressed, you produce your best work and you enjoy your work and you feel passionate about it as well. Another way to simplify would be to outsource hard tasks or tasks that you hate to experts if you have the budget for that. One of the first things that I outsourced in my business was inbox management. And honestly, it was like the biggest weight had been lifted from my shoulders because I don't like email. I absolutely hate it. And when it went, it was just one of the best things I ever did for myself and my business. And obviously you have to have the budget to to outsource things to people. Maybe for you, it's website design. Maybe you just hate designing and you really want a new website, but you're going to have to outsource that to someone. I'm not saying just be willy-nilly and like start outsourcing left, right and centre and take on all these expenses, expenses if you can't or you don't have a budget for that. But if you do, it's very well worth it. Another way you can simplify your business is to set client expectations and boundaries upfront repeatedly so that your client projects aren't filled with stress, bad communication and disappointment. This is something that I see a lot of solopreneurs, particularly in their first couple of years of business, not doing very well. And then they have nightmare clients or they have projects that just are feeling stressful and overwhelming. And if they set the boundaries and the expectations up front before they even take on this client as a paying client, like way back when they are a prospect, it will make their projects feel simpler and less stressful. You can also create a simple marketing plan. 
where you focus on just a key, sorry, just a few key strategies instead of all the strategies and all the socials. I know that it can feel tempting, especially when your business isn't doing very well financially, to throw spaghetti at the wall, so to speak, and see what sticks. So to try and be on all the social media platforms and grow on all of them and just, you know, try and see which one will work for you. But in my experience, just sticking with a few key marketing strategies and one to two social media platforms and really putting your all into these select strategies works way, way better than trying to do all of the things and be in all of the places. And the final way I would say that you can simplify your business is to stop doing the tasks that aren't needle-moving activities. Sometimes we can busy ourselves with so many tasks in our business without actually realising that not all of them are productive. Some tasks just keep us busy and some tasks are productive. And what I mean by that is tasks like, for instance, scrolling on Instagram for two hours a day, two, three hours a day. That isn't necessarily productive unless you're making it productive and you're doing things for your business, your own business on Instagram, like posting and replying to comments, replying to DMs, you know, um, creating Instagram stories. But if you're just using that time to scroll and read other people's posts, is that really helping your business? And is that really worth the limited time each day that you have? And that's just a, a easy example that I could come up with off the top of my head. But honestly, there are other things, more, I guess, subtle tasks that you do each day that you think is moving the needle forward and it actually isn't. And that's going to be different for everyone. I can't just, I can't tell you, you know, stop doing this, this, and this, and start doing this. Because what works for one business owner may not work for another. And that's down to you to analyze how you spend your time in your business each day and look at, okay, which of these tasks is generating revenue the most or growing my audience the most? building my business and which of these tasks isn't really doing a lot for me and could be let go? Like which of these tasks can I stop doing and it won't really make a difference to my business? Because when you let go of things that aren't working for you, you then have more time for the things that do. And ultimately, that is going to grow your business more easily and quicker than spending or wasting time on tasks that aren't needle-moving activities. So that is it from me in this episode. I just wanted to share, you know, um, or clarify what I mean when I'm talking about a simple business and just clarify that no, business is, is not going to be easy all of the time. You may have easy seasons where it feels easy, but it's it's just not supposed to be easy all the time. It can be simple though. And the more that you simplify your business, the less 
heavy it will feel, you know? You don't have to have all of those heavy things that we discussed in this episode. You don't have to carry those and also carry the heaviness of a complicated marketing funnel and a complicated package and pricing system and a complicated back end of your business where it's just all messy and you have no processes and, you know, it's a hot mess. As long as you are simplifying what you can, it will make business feel better and it will enable you to have a business that feels enjoyable and feels fun and something that you feel passionate about despite it being hard at times. I hope that makes sense to you guys. I hope that it has helped some of you and do remember that if you need help simplifying your business, either simplifying your marketing or simplifying your systems and processes, I have two courses that can help you in those areas. So organize and automate is the course that can help you to organize your entire online service-based business in just two weeks on the side of your regular routine so that you can stop stressing and start amazing your clients. And you can learn more about that at organizeandautomate.com. And my other course, Simple Sales School, teaches you a simple eight-step framework to book clients consistently. And you can learn all about that at nishawillery.com slash simple sales school. So thank you guys for listening. Yet again, I am super grateful for everybody who tunes into this podcast because I enjoy just like sitting here with my microphone and, you know, talking about business and life and, you know, simple business and simple living with you guys. And if you enjoy it too, then I'm really grateful for that and thankful for you being here. So take care and I'll talk to you next week. Hey friend, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss future episodes. And if you're feeling extra motivated by what was discussed today, I would seriously appreciate it if you'd open up the Apple Podcast app on your phone and leave a super quick review. Honestly, your reviews tell iTunes that this podcast is worth listening to. And iTunes then gets this show in front of more solopreneurs so they can get the help they need to bring more inner calm to their business. Okay, that's it from me today. Thank you for listening and I will speak to you soon.